0: you're listening to diligent loiter diligentloiter.com we're serious about doing nothing this is episode number 104 with jared benjamin
1: so you can't see this right now but i'm rubbing my nipples dancing to this song
0: and you wouldn't have it any other way
2: oh my goodness
0: don't forget you can call or text the show, five three zero six eight DL Pod five three zero six eight three five seven six three. If you missed that, just rewind. It's a podcast. Do you can it. email us, diligentloiter at gmail.com. You can like us on all the social media. It's all uh, under Diligent Loiter because we planned ahead.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Don't forget to check us out on Tumblr.
1: And Instagram.
0: And Pinterest. And Twitter and facebook
1: and crap jared says twitter
0: oh you uh, had to throw that in there oh, yeah. awesome well yeah this is uh this is episode 104 jared thank you so much for coming back into studio being our first guest of this pseudo season
1: it ain't no thing.
0: cool
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yep that, no that so sums um, it up.
0: what were we talking about right before we came on air oh uh we were doing a soundtrack and it was fucking hilarious and One thing that I want to do is like we were talking about Patreon, and you know what Patreon is, right, Jared?
1: It's, it's, is it like GoFundMe or something? Like you get like a certain amount of funds for a campaign.
0: uh, Um, basically, it, you make whatever you produce, whether it be like YouTube videos or podcasts or whatever you do, and you make it voluntarily subscription based. So it's like, um, I know a lot of YouTubers are using it now because YouTube ad revenue. If you drop a fuck bomb or if you say shit, even your videos will get demonetized. They don't, they're not fit. They're not deemed fit. For advertisers.
1: But just for the record, I, I, I can say curse words still, right? I just said fucking shit. <laughs> okay, good. I just want to make sure. Well, you know, I, you, there oh, are also I like, limits on TV, I know. Like, you can say fuck well, no, shit what happens, once in a PG-13 movie, and then afterwards, you're like, okay. They this have is quantity still, limits? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. The, and in PG-13, it's like you get a limit to two shits, no fucks. You can say ass, Is, the, is, that, is times.
2: that verbal shits or like... Uh, like verbal shits. Like if you actually film shits.
1: someone... Yeah, if you... Uh, what do you mean, Dumb and Dumber shit? Like, like diarrhea. Well, like yeah, two, I, two poops per episode like, or I, I two poops, feel poops per like, movie? I feel like that's like, you know, feel good enough where people are just say, oh, that's a classic. And they're not really going to think like, oh, these are two guys really shitting hard on fucking toilets. So Well, you said fucking. So now. Yeah, but I just found movies. out where it's cool to but curse. But
0: anywho, so. let me uh, no. let me go back to what I was saying. We Potty want to keep it to a, to a minimum, but like we're not we're not censored. Um uh that doesn't mean sure? that doesn't mean that this is a uh you know dirty show. It's just
1: you know or is it baby
0: no, it's not
2: yeah. only when Jared's on yeah. and Brandon Brandon oh, yeah. but anyway, oh back to patreon
0: um, for a lot of people are using Patreon as youtubers yeah. uh because they're losing a lot of money from ad revenue, yeah. and that way they don't have to conform to those I like standards that. I like that it's, and it, it's usually it, it, like a dollar will... a month. Is, like, the limit. But then if you, if you uh, pledge more, like, so it comes out, like, every month, like, a monthly subscription. Mm-hmm. If you pledge more, then there's different levels. And when you I pledge, mean, uh, when, you, when you are a patron, when you're a Patreon patron, yeah. you get access to different perks for yeah. whatever level you came in at. Yeah. So, like, doing, like, the sound check and saving the sound check stuff. Yeah. And, like, recording the audio in the studio for, like, the hour beforehand. 'Cause there's always stuff going on. Then having the best things happen I know, but having that be like the Patreon, you know, people Mm -hmm. exclusive get that release to those people then like you're getting something worthwhile that you don't get just by being a regular listener. Yeah. So there's things like that that we've been thinking about. I
1: like it too because, um, you know, if you, I know that there's been a lot of more policies out that's trying to that have been made to censor the internet, and I feel like compatriot is a great way for you to have that, you know, the ha- take off those uncensored limits. Obviously, uh, I still feel there should be a limit to someone's speech. That's why I don't say like racist, misogynist, xenophobic bullshit. But I'm from Brooklyn, okay. The first words I ever heard in the car were from my mom: "Love you, mom." But she said, "Get off the road, dickwad." I still remember this being it from the age of five. See, that deserves a goddamn <laughs> fucking applause.
0: I got my laugh track. I laugh tracked you. Boom. Boom. I laugh tracked you, buddy. I, I
1: wanted to be laugh tracked. I so laugh you. Jokes on you, sucker. Well, actually, it's on both of us because we both contributed to it. I man.
2: love when Jerry gets all riled up.
1: Oh yeah, that kissy face. I don't really need to be riled up in an angry way. I think to be funny. No, I'm just naturally you know. insane. No, it's
2: funnier when you're just riled up and not in an angry way. When you're in an angry, no, not yeah, riled yeah, angry way. Jared leaves when he's in an. I
0: would say I would say Jared is riled very up passionate. Up. That, I am a very passionate. And that's one of his uh, one of his qualities.
1: It's one of my great qualities as a lover too. Oh my! I shouldn't say that. You get extra we-
0: passionate. Do you just like start ranting and raving about '80s hair bands?
2: <laughs> not at all. I just I just hate them. Seventies. I mean, well, no. Talk I, dirty I, to me. At, oh my God, Poison was the best band ever. You
0: don't
1: like eighties <laughs> yeah. bands? Eighties bands? Not not all of them. I like a few. Like I like the Scorpions. I like okay. Van Halen because they were the first. And let's face it, it's Van fucking Halen. Oh. Ooh. Uh, they didn't do a lot True. of that love ballad bullshit and sell their fucking souls to Billboard charts, and they didn't need to. Explain. Oh my God! You just mentioned Poison, who made so many goddamn love ballads. I understand for like middle-aged people and people who grew up in the '80s and 90, and early '90s that, like, listening to White Snake saying "Here I go again on my own," that like, that's like your love song. You know what my fucking love song is? La Vie Fucking Rose. At the risk of sounding like a hipster, I love the Discovery actual- Channel song. Uh, actually, yeah. I mean, to an extent. Did you say
0: "Kiss by a Rose? No. By Seal? Love V Rose. Oh.
1: Um, by a Rose is a pretty beautiful song, That's but I song. wouldn't. I
0: love that song.
1: My dad loves that song, I like song to shave to that song. My, <laughs> you do, too. My dad actually, my Seal was actually the first, I think, solo artist I ever, my dad ever really got into. He loves all his music, but he played Kiss from Rose every time he, like, we would be in the car. He played just either Seal or Steely Dan.
2: Mm-hmm good options yes. yeah
1: no definitely while your
2: mom's Keep... yelling get out of the road dickwad
1: no that, that <laughs> they were divorced at, uh before that oh. before it really caught on so yeah oh okay And don't you feel terrible no i feel bad i'm sorry it's all right i'm just fucking with you don't feel terrible
2: oh they're not divorced
1: no they are but oh you shouldn't feel terrible about it you had nothing to do with no that. i didn't even know i still love them both to death we still love you um, jared i would still kill for them I would literally, you know, slice someone's nuts off and and stick their entrails inside their nipples for them. So, because I love my family.
0: Next topic. You have, (laughs) you have recently been published. You were published for a short story and now two balls?
1: Uh, actually, I'm gonna go further than that. Uh, as of this year, just in this f- in these first two months, I've been accepted by four different publications. Nice. And Last year, uh, starting as soon as the August of 2017, I was published by six. Um, in 2017, um, the list goes. I had poetry now featured in the Oculum. Uh, by the way, I'm plugging these places away because they're Do all it. great online journals. So Ocul- I brought it up. Oculum, which is actually David Lynch's favorite literary journal. Nice. Clinton, if you're hearing this, maybe you and mine maybe you would actually for once read a goddamn book instead of talking about visual art like it's better when you know, they can go hand in hand, you dumbass. Love you. Love you, dude.
2: Visual art could be reading though because
1: it is, but You're like, looking at the words. Exactly. Exactly. So they again you're proving my point that they correlate. Yes. Okay. So uh I'm I'm just joking, Clinton. You know I fucking love you, dude. Not in that way. Uh even though you might want it.
0: I love um, you in that way
1: me yeah clinton what about jared oh. cj yeah. i don't know i'm sexier uh, s- uh he, he goes to cj now i know anyway uh second you should have him as a guest i'd like to hear what he would have to say he'd be We're like, working on it he'd be like oh that'd be amazing he, my he's God. on the list like i'm gonna talk so much gossip about so many people cj
2: we'll have you on like, and uh, eat back cherry pie <laughs> oh yeah sorry I, I
1: just love doing impressions of clinton because it's so easy uh again don't hate me dude i'm just fucking with you um the Oculum, uh, which is a, again, they have a lot of like sci-fi based poetry, a lot of like uh, it's a it's a great. Pl- I suggest you check them out. Everything, all these journals have free content to view too. So, uh, second one free, yeah, all of them are free. That's awesome. They're not print journals except for one of them, but even that was free. Printing's
0: pretty much dead now
1: uh pretty much if you sell something in brooklyn not so much there's a lot of hipsters that still want to read online journals there and everywhere else yeah exactly um uh second one was anti Heroin chic it's a really cool place a few buffalo poets that i want to plug as well uh justin karcher and ben Brandeis were featured in there incredibly talented poets um then there's uh oh, oh yeah Vending Machine Press, uh, which has published a few great uh, poets, and uh, one by the name of Carly Weiser, who t- who uh, introduced me that in, um, journal. Um, I'm sorry, I'm taking so long. Oh, no, it's no. fine. Uh, in between hangovers, which is actually an online journal in the UK,
2: it's also known as drinking.
1: No, but it, oh. but <laughs> get it, get it I think a lot hangovers. a lot of their poems I feel, have to do with like dreamscapes and stuff oh, okay. like that. So cool. they have that hangover philosophy, I guess. But I mean, I only read a few poems from there, but a lot of them are great. Uh, yeah. Um. Then I got po- then I found out uh, I would get I was getting published in as alumni in Damon's um o- uh, new print journal. Uh, they used to be called Writers Block. Now they're called a Kino Class. And what really means a lot to me is that. Uh, Damon for the longest time, and I know they were trying. Uh, they did not feature a lot of like well-known authors; just a lot of student authors, mm-hmm. and that's great. I rather hear the students' voices than someone from you know, a, like a national circuit. But a lot of college journals feature both, and that's how they get like their names out there a lot faster, and that's how they're mo- how they you know increase circulation uh, mm-hmm. circulation among the populace. So Econo Class is really doing great. Shout out to Bill Kowski and all the Damon students and, and Rosalie noise all the, and Luke Daly who also uh, is a professor at Damon and a, um, I believe a teaching artist at just Buffalo Literary Center. So again, great journal. I'm glad I was a part of it alongside of some incredible poets. Uh, sorry to bore everyone with the journals, but I, I think know. it's awesome.
2: No.
1: Uh, I think it's awesome. Um, Oh, and then the, the only fiction I had published so far is this flash fiction called uh, "The Ballad of Jimmy Maxwell." About this guy who used to be in punk rock bands, but now he's like sold his soul to like corporate America. And oh, yeah, yeah. It, and it's like all mundane and stuff, his whole life. And um, and then I had, and then this year I had poetry published in two incredible local journals: Ghost City Review. Uh, well, not published yet, but it's actually the su- the fastest, the soonest one is coming out later this month in Ghost City Review, which is also online. Again, check all these out. Peach Mag, I have, which is a great uh, journal that features all walks of life from uh, LGBTQ poetry to um, to you know. Uh, uh, different ethnic poet poets all over Buffalo incredibly talented from Eve Williams to Skylar J. Rakowski to Dan McKinnon to Tom Dreitline. oh my god I can't even the list just goes on and on but it's run by racial Tar- uh sorry Rochelle Tar- Taramino, who is incredible uh, she was the one who took a look at my work and I you know I'm really honored to be a part of it that's going to come out in April Um, there's no date yet, but, uh, Steel Bellow, which is a, a, which is print, but it's free. Uh, they, you can order online for free, I believe, uh, or they usually have them at certain events or readings, but I'm going to be featured in that as well. Um, it's run by an incredibly talented poet, uh, by the name of Paige Mellon she's the founding editor of it one of the founding editors and uh the whole poem was actually a whole dedication to my buffalo poet friends and uh so it's it hits close to home but it's a pretty great uh it's a pretty great publication they publish only poetry that's associated with buffalo in some way so i think that's really cool because i love buffalo you know um
2: seven one six baby
1: yes seven one six question how
2: did you get started doing poetry
1: um, I've been doing it for years. I've been doing it since I'd known you guys, even before that. Yeah, but,
2: like, like, what made you...
1: Um, I feel like I, I honestly should have been submitting more stuff, like, while I was in college, but I just was so consumed with, like, you know, just getting, like, graduating that everything else, and partying, I guess, too. I'm not gonna lie, partying got in the way of a lot of things, too, but uh, I don't, I trade those, I don't trade those moments either, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I'm just now, since I think last summer, just getting my work out there. Uh, I also have one poem that's going to be published in uh, June by Rigwelter Press. Great uh, great online journal in Scotland. Scotland? No, either Scotland or England. I'm sorry. United Kingdom. Yeah, I just said UK, but I I apologize if I got any countries confused there to the editors there. Um, I haven't really looked at location because it's an online journal so locations Mm -hmm. aren't as specific to me when it comes to an online place but the person who runs it Amy Kingsman she is incredible her work is great and she runs like three different publications which I would probably lose my goddamn mind more than I already have doing
2: question question do you have a poem we can listen to
1: I could break one out it's my slam poem
2: yes please
1: it's Do the one, you, it's one you guys saw, actually. Uh, this is actually both going to be published in Ghost City Review, and I also performed this. Is a it, what
2: is it? Ghost City Review? Ghost G- City G-O Review. city Okay. Yeah. Like cool. as in...
1: Ooh. Ghost. Oh,
2: Ghost as in yeah. Casper. Yeah. Ghost gotcha. City Review.
1: Yeah.
0: And you've been doing a lot of... Uh, Live poems, right? Yep, I
1: just performed at Nishi's just last night. I'm performing at another event um, at Villa Maria called The Love Movement. It's all about body positivity. It's an incredible organization about just being yourself and loving who you are, and I'm doing a bunch of poems for that, so I'm really humbled to be part of that. Um, I'm also performing on the 24th at Milky's on Elmwood. Uh, It's... I don't know... uh, it's the 24th of March. I don't know what the cover is. I think it's a very short cover charge, but I'll you know, just look it up on Facebook. I'll be sharing yeah. it all over.
2: Busy man.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is poem. Yes, Let's proceed. Hear yeah, the poem. Right. Let's hear it. Embracing one, myself. This is called Atypical. I was not sure Oh, sorry I was not sure neurotypical kid growing up. atypical was more along those lines. I used to reimagine all the taunting, all the laughs from those looking in because I was their sad clown crying out because I could hear things a bit louder than everyone else in the room because even though I try to be at a two when I'm told to bring it down from a 15, I turn my personality meter the opposite way and bring it up to a 20. Because I would have public mental breakdowns or my quiet ramblings would descend into intense screaming sessions. I am still not your neurotypical man. I am still the atypical because my spectrum is always changing its labels. Because I still overthink everything. Because I say sorry way too much. Because I still provoke eye-rolling signals and weirded out facial expressions. Because even though I blossomed into this social butterfly, my wings still crackle and break apart when I try to fly too high. Because dating to me is like a social kamikaze where I only plunge myself out only to watch life blow up in my face. But you want to know something? My brain is beautiful. Because it's not bound by a spectrum. Because those with autism should be respected and loved for being themselves, not abandoned and loathed for being different. Because I am not your statistic and I will not let this define my whole, just a fraction of my being. Because I still take pride in it. Because, no, because it's a mental challenge. And I leap over and conquer it every day. Because no one is normal. And one day we all will die. So I plan to live the rest of my life being me. Because over a poet, over a wordsmith, over a storyteller, over a friend, over a brother, over a grandson, over a son, over a brother, over a lover. The best I can be in this lifetime is me.
2: That was really good. Yeah,
1: dude, that was tight. That, that was, was a cool. lot tighter than... uh
0: than the uh, recording that I saw when you bump. sent me that recording the first time you did it.
1: Yeah, it's also because <coughs> it was on video recording with people in the background. So no, like like that...
0: you, like the way you delivered that was yeah, a lot. Like
2: there was hand motions. I and also been practicing it
1: because like here's my thing. My goal this summer, if not this summer, but next summer, mm-hmm. now that I know what my strongest poems are, because I have other poems I feel that are just as strong, um, is to make the national slam team for puring poetry. Uh, who are Buffalo's representatives? Uh, I uh, I hate to toot my own horn and put you, you know, came in like the fourth. Do or we something, have a horn right? that he can toot? Uh, I, uh, yeah I, I came on, in fourth uh, the last one too. There has to be a
2: horn
0: here. Let me
1: see. I don't think uh, for a laugh track, but you should have that no, in your sounds. No, I, this is
0: my uh, my my
1: buttons. I don't he know. He has
2: a horn button, so you can toot it.
1: I like that one better though. Jared
2: has to toot it though. You're toot, your, toot toot toot.
0: Here. Hit hit the air horn, it's the, the orange one on top.
2: This one. Nice. Yeah. Toot yeah, that horn. Oh yeah. Question also. Oh, hold Sorry.
0: on, hold on real quick. He was just saying how oh. uh he didn't make the national team, but it's because there are three people that like Really no, good, the, right? so the way it works
1: about? So the way it works with the puring poetry is it's it's like football. Yeah. Football during the season you have certain teams have to qualify that you know have to have a good season and eventually they have the playoffs. They have to qualify for, you know, the Super Bowl. That's how my situation is. It's all tor- it's all tournament when the season starts. So like you who if you if you have to place. Um I have not yet placed. Um fourth place you have to place in the top 3. I've fourth. I've placed fourth, though, out of, like, 12 to 15 people on a couple of occasions, which I feel still says a lot because there are poet. You're right on that
0: cusp, man. You're that bubble kid, and you're like, ready to go. Like,
1: legit, the person who runs the whole thing, Brandon, and, again, I'm not trying to, like, put down anyone or sound, like, you know, unmodest or selfish. I'm just really proud of myself because when you're told by the guy who runs the whole thing that if you keep it at this rate, you keep going and pushing at this rate that you are bound to make f- – uh, you're not only bound to place three, top three, you're bound to be a winner in at least one of these slams. Heck, yeah. Like, Woo. that means the world. Like, I'm not saying this out of self, uh, self-centeredness. I'm saying this simply out of, pro- out of pride. And, oh yeah, uh, man. You know, this is – I've been doing this since 2014, actually, with Pure Inc. and there were times where I took, like, a year-long break, and I'm finally getting into ha- knowing what my voice sounds like. I feel like – as poets we have like our own voice like it, this is anything like you have your own voice in whatever art or or performance you do like you guys have your own voices podcasters like mm-hmm. i have my voice a poet um but yeah i'm just
0: uh and it's evolving that's what i meant like it's sounding
1: uh, yeah, i so so good. good. I'm trying like uh, you know a lot of it is due to the inspiration someone who you I sound really,
0: you, no not to interrupt but you sound way more mature in your poems than when I first saw you doing the open mics at Damon
1: oh my god that was years ago though bro that was like not like pre-puring that's what I'm saying like you're you're really I appreciate that there. I really do um, if I could just take this time, I want to just give a shout out to ten thousand another too. one, ten thousand more. No, his name his name <laughs> kidding, is ten thousand. He actually performed at Damon. He was the very reason I wanted to go into slam poetry. Uh, my friend, who also went to Damon Bree, who is the only other Damon student who was part of it at one point, aside from me, she was the one who introduced me to it. But my my wanting my longing to do something like slam poetry is another. Part of you know my literary evolving, uh, you know life was because of ten and a lot of other poets like Ben Brendeis, Ten Thousand, Brandon Williamson, Bianca McGraw, so many people who just like inspired me to uh, go out there and just you know let out my voice. Uh,
2: yeah. Oh, oh, you can finish. No, I'm done. I have a question. Um, when you submit your stuff to be published. Uh, do you submit like a recording or is it um, like the uh, words? it's
1: usually in words like, like, and, ri- and here- like written yeah and here's my thing like I don't submit a lot of slam poems it's mm-hmm. like atypical and one other poem were probably only slam poems because the one thing I really learned I feel in just a few short years is there's a difference between being a poetry reader and then a poetry performer and even then when you're when you're slamming there's I to me there's no difference cuz like my voice is humor matching intensity. Like I can start off a little bit of a humorous rant, you know, a little bit of a humorous tone mm-hmm. and then you see it go from oh my god, this guy's a little, you know, he's trying to he's he's going a little funny and sassy to, you know, this is me going all out. So like Yeah,
0: you don't really get that when you're reading it
1: yeah mm-hmm. and you're not supposed to because a, like a re, a re well you're, you can but like it's a different type of intensity like i like if someone if a publisher's reading my poem i'm not expecting them to hear me screaming mm-hmm. at them and you know the, but the intensity in a different sense like you know imagery mm-hmm. stuff like imagery like the use of literary device like object personification and similes mm-hmm. and metaphors how those can become an intense tool within the word and then how when you perform, uh, it becomes an even more intense tool, like in the spoken word. Uh, my I actually um, am part of, I'm getting so much more praise, more than I ever have. And it's like, uh, I don't want to say overwhelming. It's just, and it's just that I didn't think I would make it this far, to be honest. I still kept trying at it because writing is all about rejection. Uh, whether it's publishing or seeing a low scorecard when you're performing, you have to have a patience for that. And if anything, Ryan has built me as a human being, it's being someone who's patient. And you guys have known me for, what, like six, mm-hmm. f- five to six years now? like A while. Yeah. Old Jared <laughs> would have been like, fuck this shit, I'm done.
2: Yep. Angry go I'm out of here.
1: Boigo goigo. Oh by the way, speaking of Boigo goigo, um st- What? Uh, what? what does this mean? <laughs> the 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 meat stuff from uh from um the show The League that that steak sandwich episode. Uh, maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. No, Yoga actually I'm boy-go. not caught up to date on The League. Anyway, I am not up. either cuz it's not on Hulu nor Netflix anymore unfortunately. But what's his name, Steve Ramons and Nitsky? Renasisi. Is- 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 um he's go I'm definitely I'm not making any more excuses. I am seeing this beautiful man perform his comedy. Oh he's hilarious. Yeah, it's really funny. I, I need to There's see it's not that I want to see him. He's hilarious. I fucking need to see him. If not a, Kroll- want, it's a need. If Nick Kroll like isn't oxygen. getting his goddamn ass over here, then I'm gonna settle for the same the same hunk of chunka of comedy laughs.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Do we have a lot of time left?
0: We can be done whenever.
1: I really I really have so much to say, though, because it's Jeep? been like forever. You yeah, my je- my new Jeep, too. Yeah, I you love it Jeep. so much. I'm actually Ubering with it now, too. Really? You're an Uber driver? Yeah, I'm doing it as part time work for my online job, but I love it, honestly. I've only gotten like one bad rider out of like 30 different people. They're going to say three. No, like, I don't care what anyone says about Buffalo. Say what you want about like the, the old assholes who voted for Tim Howard and all that shit. But Buffalo really is a city of good neighbors. And you can tell that if you're taxing at least like 50 people within such a short radius, and they're all so kind to you without you even having to try, Mm -hmm. I can guarantee you that shit would not fly in New York city. And No matter where you are, whether it's whether it's like, you know, the passive aggressive, polite hipster gentrified areas of Brooklyn, or whether it's uh, you know Queens where everyone talks loud, but it doesn't mean they're obnoxious. When some people still are, Uh, you can ask my mom that. But yeah, like uh, Dickwad. Yeah, (laughs) childhood memories, right there. Yep. Oh yeah.
2: That's where we learn these words.
1: Oh, yeah. We should
2: have a panel of Uber drivers on for an episode. Get you, Brian, so, you just can, to talk about the best you experiences. You know, you can get
1: Ferg and Bruce in, too. Oh, right? they do it, too? Yeah. yeah. What, what's your Bruce best story? Bruce got me into it. Uh, I Actually, I do want to say I have one story. This got, my, my thing with my first or second night Ubering, right? It's like probably 11 p.m., mm-hmm. so it's not that late. I'm picking up this one dude. And I just feel I have to tell the story because it's incredible. Uh, I don't want to say I didn't believe him just because, you know, crazier shit has still happened. But it was pretty cool to hear this guy, who what he survived. This guy was, uh, I don't know how he happened, but he had like a heart attack. And he was in the hospital, right? And he was in cardiac arrest. Like I don't remember the time frame he told me. But it was he was legit, not even in a coma. He was dead for a certain amount of time, and then he was revived. Like, it, not by, like, any Jaws of Life or, uh, what are the the palpitators? Shocking. The shocking the sho- thingies, yeah. Yeah,
2: AED or anything?
1: Yeah, yeah, the AED. Sorry, you, you wouldn't know more than I would, so... The AED things
2: or the defibrillator, yeah. The defibrillator, what? The defibrillator.
1: The, defri- the. Def- I'm not De- pff- pronouncing it. I'm, I'm still bad pronunciation, even as a writer. Uh, a- English language is overrated anyway. We're the only one with conjunctions. I speak American. Oh yeah. No. Speak Americanese. American. I'll speak like a, you know, like a redneck. Oh. Like I got tobacco in the other corner of my mouth. Do you? Know. No, you don't I have know. a, you don't have a
2: little spit thing.
1: Nah, I got my tuning right here.
2: <laughs> In your elbow?
1: Yeah. You know, just how I, I rubbed the back there. Just another pizza stain. And uh, well, I don't eat pizza. That's what those new, those lower New Yorkers eat. I This is venison blood or something. Yeah. No. On that note. <laughs> On that note.
2: So, he was dead.
1: Wait, what? What
2: happened after he died?
1: uh he was he went back he came back to life like I think it was like he was dead for a straight like i don't know if he said like two like twenty five minutes or two days there I know that's a huge time difference, but <laughs> well, i don't remember yeah. i just remember it being a, a normally long time to be like he was dead longer than normal,
2: yeah and well,
1: I just thought for it was amazing. To come back. I just thought it was amazing because you hear stories like this a lot, but you don't like hear it from the actual person. So that was pretty cool, you know. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm happy that he was you know revived because he was a really nice dude.
2: Yeah, that's good. That he came back. Is he a zombie?
1: Uh, probably not because he wasn't trying to eat my flesh.
2: Oh, okay. That's good. They have
1: to eat your flesh unless you mean zombie in the more traditional sense, where he's control, where his mind is controlled by the government. But in the end, aren't we no. all zombies in that sense then? I I hate to call Dan Harmon on this, but I just thought I'd say that. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, Keith David...
0: By the way, Dan Harmon is a uh, alumni of comedy sports.
2: Oh, really? Really? Oh, yeah.
1: That is badass. Is he the
2: guy from Community? Yes. He's the The, guy who created Community community,
1: and Rick and Morty. Oh. and Harmon Quest I love
2: the Lava episode of Community I haven't seen that many episodes of Community oh my god! I've seen I love the Lava tag one
1: your, you you did the right thing by watching the later seasons too because in season 6 they bring in the amazing Keith David oh. Keith David, I'm sorry I lo- I love Morgan Freeman but when it comes to Keith David's voice fuck him Keith David <gasps> has the voice of a fucking angel and well
2: Morgan Freeman's voice is God's voice <sighs> I, I don't. He sounds care. like God. He
1: is the voice of God.
2: Like I don't know. I guess
1: he should be the voice it's of God. Not, like if I had to guess, is what God this a good Morgan like... Freeman voice? I like think him. it's a good Morgan Freeman voice. Mm. I don't know. Is it?
2: Oh, it sounded kind of like Charlie Daniels.
1: Oh. <laughs> Devil went down to Georgia.
2: No, it kind of sounded like Johnny Cash.
1: Devil went down to Georgia.
2: No, I don't know. But it just sounded like a really old, like Clint Eastwood.
1: What do you got, punk? Huh?
0: What I got is the uh, the wrap-up of this episode. Aww. <laughs> I want to thank Jared for coming on. Uh, I want to thank
1: you for having me, sexy Definitely boy. check
0: him out on social media, JB Stone Truth, right?
1: Uh, yep, uh, JB Stone Truth. That's my Twitter. Uh, you could also check me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram yeah. now. Uh, and uh, just look up Jared or something like that. Um, or SoundCloud. look up... Or SoundCloud, too. I don't have a lot of poetry on SoundCloud right now. And my Facebook page, I, I got to update more on that. But uh, Twitter and Instagram, I'm on point with. So follow me through there. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's good. It's always a good time. And
0: this is uh, this has been Joe Kenyon, your host. Follow me on social media. It's Jules Show K. Co-host, Nikki. Hey. Little Nikki2980.
1: I love that. I love that goddamn screen, man.
2: Thanks. I forgot my Instagram password again.
1: Adam Sandler (laughs) would be proud.
0: And uh, don't forget to follow the show everywhere. Diligent Loiter. You can call us 530-68-DL-POD, 530-683-5763. Uh, check us out diligentloiter.com if you're interested in some uh, DJ services in the Buffalo area diligentloiterentertainment.com they are a
1: five star rated business I want you to understand Google is still five stars and they have five stars that's like Waldorf Astoria get that through your thick skulls if you want some good wedding business they are the Waldorf Astoria of DJ services boom
2: thanks We should have you do a radio commercial. (laughs) I think
1: I have a great voice for radio.
0: (laughs) I want to thank you all for listening. And until next time, stay serious about doing nothing.
1: And sexy. And don't forget to tee hee hee hee.
2: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that was a really cool performance. Like I Thanks. was like, Whoa. like you got re- like the way you got into it. I was like, Holy thank shit. you
1: guys. I appreciate that. Yeah, no,
2: that was really good.
1: Especially since you're both talented musicians, so that always helps. I'm not really good. Just... See, that's what a talented musician says. I'm not good. That's I just awesome. I just did this bass solo out of nowhere by by ear the other day. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. That's like a good mm-hmm. le- that's like if Jimi Hendrix went to someone and was like, i just do this guitar solo. Bro. Wait, <laughs> i just do this guitar solo, Daddy-O. Daddy-O. Wasn't no big thing. Wasn't
2: no big thing.
1: That, that's you. Wasn't no big thing. Sorry. All right, well, I, I don't know if you guys have to go to sleep soon, so I'll probably head out soon.
2: All right. Yeah, Diligent Lighter is brought to
0: you by Diligent Lighter Entertainment, Buffalo, New York.